1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnold. All right, it's time to serve up some crow today on the program ah, here. For, did, uh, didn't we do that enough last no. week? Not, not even close. <laughs> we'll have the trophy presentation coming up here in the next oh, few pictures. days. Gonna, that needs to be video. By it the way, will. tell everybody what's going on, what you've got lined up for all of this. Uh, for Oh, for the for rewind being, for, being, for being the loser. The bracket challenge. And yes, we, we've been doing the bracket challenge now for well over a decade. Same with the uh, bold challenge thing with all the coaches. Um, so finally decided that uh, this year we would get trophies. We're going to have some for next year for football. We're going to get a first place trophy and one to celebrate our loser. Mm-hmm. And I decided to do the same thing with the bracket challenge this year. The nice thing is, it's just got messaged today they are done. And uh, I, I'm hoping the loser trophy is way bigger than the winner trophy. I, 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 I think I got them the same size. Is it, is it, do you have the? Please tell me on the loser when you have the name engraved. It's no, like it's, it's, it. it's going to be a traveling trophy. Oh, so, the, you know, but yeah, because we're cheap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford a trophy every single. Every time single we do time, this. yeah. So, so. But, but no, yeah. Congratulations to Jason Phillips. He'll get our winning trophy, and then of course, some guy sitting in this room. Mm. Uh, that you <laughs> will be sitting we'll on their desk prominently for the next 360. I might some stick odd it days. in the studio so people know it. Think it might be you. There, yeah. well, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll put it next to my trophy. That there my you first, go. My first day, first bra- uh, bracket, whatever challenge. Yes. Uh, yeah. Speaking trophy, of so. winning, mm-hmm. Mr. Rudolph, I believe we need to have ourselves like yeah. an 80s movie. Movies week, like a marathon. Everybody, know, bring, everybody, bring your favorite '80s movie to, to Mike Rudolph's house. He was the winner of our uh, our projector and 14 foot inflatable screen for yep. uh, the Movie Madness giveaway. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say '80s beer. Your favorite <laughs> '80s beer. Oh, I can do that too. Yeah. They still sell it. So, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, congratulations, Mike. I'll be down. I, right. I got some movies we can watch. What wow. a ball game last night. It. I. You know what? I, I turned it off with about four or five minutes left to go in the first half because what is the what is the stupid reason they're putting a championship game? Oh. On oh, at eight twenty at night, when those of us have to work in the morning, I barely made the West Coast. It's the only thing I, I can think of is that it's six twenty for the West Coast people, and I'm thinking nine twenty for the East yeah, Coast. Do they I just agree. stay up that much later? I mean, you forget kids ever watching yep. your your championship game, and plus it's on a Monday night. Yeah, play it Sunday afternoon at like uh, four or five o'clock. Yeah. Like you can Super do eight twenty on a Saturday night, and I'm all right. Yeah, I do it like the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, they've always had it on Monday since as long as I can remember. So I'm okay with it being on Monday. But I agree. I think all of the sports are starting to hurt themselves with the youth because they're mm-hmm. starting games so late. And you know, and maybe maybe most parents today are okay with kids staying up late to watch. I just know my mom when I grew up, it was like, nope, nine o'clock. You're in bed. It didn't matter. You know. Yeah. So and we didn't have head, TVs in the room. So my head was bobbing at eight twenty. Yeah. So I barely. Mm-hmm. I made it to half. I struggled through that, but I didn't. I didn't really care. I figured me rooting wasn't going to change things. So you know, if they if they would just listen to us most of the time, they would have all the answers. I, I can't believe they don't do that. We should True. be national. <laughs> <laughs> this is case on that note. This is KCIM Sports Rewind. It's being brought to you by St. Anthony Sports Performance for your junior high, high school, college, or adult athlete. If you have any shred of athletic ability outside of any bus doesn't here in this room, you'd benefit from St. Anthony Sports Performance Program. Huh. 
Huh. If you demand power, strength, and you can benefit from that eight-week program, 794-5241, so you can be your best preseason, in-season, or off-season. We do better with actually uh, for sports therapy than I, an actual yeah. sports athletic I would like training. to prove you wrong on that, ah. but I don't want to put forth the effort. <laughs> <laughs> that would require doing something. So. Absolutely. We got a couple of special guests. Apparently, it's Buena Vista week. Yes. Last week, we had a couple of special guests from South Dakota State. This week, we're checking in with uh, our friends up at uh, Buena Vista. We'll talk with Hannah Witt for coming up here in a little bit. Uh, and we've got Zane Newbaum uh, also joining us a little bit later on here in the show. But uh, let's bring on now Hannah Witt for the former star over at Glidden Ralston, starring now up at uh, BV. Hannah, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys? You're doing well. Sounds like it's early in the morning for you here this morning. <laughs> yes, it quite is. Now you, you probably stayed up way too late watching that stinking basketball game last night, right? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of it? I mean, you're, you're playing basketball up there at BV, sophomore this year. Uh, give us your impression of, of the, you know Kansas and all the comeback last night. Tell us about it. I thought it was a really good game. I was hoping for UNC to pull through with being the lower seat, but... They just weren't able to hit shots in the last few minutes of the game. Yeah, Kansas was just kind of Kansas last night, I think. So let's talk about what you've got going on, of course, at BV, uh, a sophomore year kind of in the books. Uh, Tell us how things have been going for you with the program. I think this year went very well. We were seven and fifteen overall, and five and eleven in the conference. And like, we were finally able to win some games and start to build a team that will be able to do well in the future. Hannah, what was the difference for you this year as a sophomore compared to your freshman season? How much did that help you get kind of acclimated to what you needed to do in the last off season to be better this season? I think coming into the season, I was more prepared and able to like know what I needed to do to get into shape and ready for preseason. And then I think just the group of girls we had this year helped a lot. We were all very close and knew how to play well with each other. I think you knew kind of coming in there, BV was going to be a kind of a rebuilding mode and things like that. So what made you decide to go to BV, and what has proved that to be accurate, proved that uh, you were right since you've been there? Um, It was the girls. They were all so welcoming, and the campus was just so small, which coming from a small school, I really was looking for a smaller school to go hopefully play at, if not just settle in on school and make sure I was getting decent grades. Now, yeah, you said coming from a small school. Yeah, you certainly did come from a small school. But, I mean, even at that level, it had to be a bit of an adjustment because you're talking about so much more talent coming in from all around the area. Yes, there's quite a few people coming in. Um, Hannah, Jeff Honnold here. Uh, So... Being from a small school, I mean, I, you know, I came from Coon Rapids. Talk about, I know there's some kids from the area. Did that help you as well, having some, some people around there that you knew? Yes, I would agree that just knowing people and getting able to meet with them even before coming up to Storm Lake was nice. Hannah, how has your game changed uh, from in high school? In high school, they relied on you quite a bit to even handle the ball. You had to rebound and score. You've probably got a little different role, maybe more defined role there at uh, you know BV. What's your role like right now? Well, right now I'm more of a passer and just trying to get the ball inside to our bigger posts and then just trying to work through our defense and help everyone on defensive, I guess. So, 
how much different is it? So you, you get to be from from Glidden. You, you do have a weight room, but now all of a sudden you have a training staff. You have uh, uh, organized weights. You have a pool you can swim in, and uh, and then uh, coming from Glidden, now you get exposed to crazy wrestlers. That that has to be quite a change. Yes, yeah, quite. Just coming up with the athletic training and stuff is so much nicer because myself is accident prone, so it's nice having them able to go in there and talk with them about what is going on and get through the injury a lot faster than in high school. And, like, our weights program is really nice because we have multiple people helping us become stronger throughout the season and in off-seasons. Hannah, you mentioned your injury prone. Every year, I think, through your high school career, something happened, and, and you played through a lot of those injuries. Has it gotten better uh, in college, or are you still kind of suffering some of those injuries at times? Um, I'm still suffering injuries. This past season, I sprained my ankle twice, but was able to get back in within a few days. What do you hear from the training staff about that? I mean, are they trying to make adjustments in, in the way you play, the way they tape your like ankles and things like that? Are, the, are they trying to make adjustments for that too? Yeah, so we're working on getting my ankles and knees stronger through everything I've done, but I think it's starting to help. Talk about how your game's going to have to change. I mean, you said you're more of a passer now, but I'm assuming as you move on in your career, you're going to become a little bit more on an offensive player? Yes, I need to start getting in the gym more and starting to develop my shot better and become with a quicker release so I can shoot with a defender closer on myself. Hannah, you had 11 against Monmouth uh, back in November. That was your, your season high this year. Was that your best game or was there a game where maybe you didn't score as much, but you felt like you contributed more uh, to the team? Yeah, I would not say that was my best game. That was just when I was able to actually make my shots. There was quite a few other games that I thought I was able to move the ball better and help other teammates get and end up winning our games. Which were some of those games where you felt like you played well this year? Honestly, I cannot remember. <laughs> yeah, those are th- usually my, my good days. I remember a lot more of my bad days. But talk about what it's like to, to be on a college level, the travel and all of that. It's just got to be a whole nother level uh, for you coming from, like, Glidden Ralston. Yeah, it's been really hard to adjust because we miss a lot of classes. And just having our conference so far apart, the four-hour drives is kind of tiring. And it's just hard to know your body and know how to be prepared for those long away games. Is that something they work with you on to, to kind of get you prepared? Because like you said, you know, you had some long road trips, maybe to West Harrison or something, you know, in the Rolling Valley Conference, but nothing like the road trips and, and everything that you're going to have in college. Uh, no, they pretty much put it on us to figure out what's best for us. Talk about the travel a little bit. I mean, how do you guys travel? I'm assuming charter buses. Things, I mean, how comfortable are they? Are you be able to do any work on the buses at all? Um, we can do quite a few a lot. So we travel with the men, and we leave in the Windsor buses from Carroll. And they're kind of spacious, but, like, after a few hours, you get tired on them and not as comfortable anymore. Hannah, where's some of the favorite plays, the places that you've gotten to play or traveled to uh, in your first two years at BV? I like to go up to Loris and Dubuque to play just because I, they redid their facilities and it's really nice up there. And then otherwise, I think I like our gym the best. 
Let's talk about balance between school and uh, athletics. I mean, it's tough for any athlete coming out of high school to be able to balance that. Have you found in your sophomore year you're a lot more comfortable with that? Yes. With our team, we have to have at least two hours of study hall within our coach's office, which is really nice because you balancing those two hours in the rest of your schoolwork, you can get most of the stuff done in classes, and then you just have to focus on studying and stuff after practice and Hannah, what are you majoring in and in how are classes going for you? I am double majoring in rehab health sciences and then kinesiology and exercise science. And they're going pretty well this season. Oh, so you can fix yourself. What? So you can work on fixing yourself with that uh, kinesi and rehab, huh? Yes, that is what we're going for. <laughs> Yeah, is that what you majored? Is that what you majored in as well? No, I, I did. At, uh, I was the very first athletic training class that, that graduated from BV. Um, but we did have kinesi and rehab in there, and of course, taping ankles. I taped my own fingers, so I still remember some of that stuff. But uh, uh, fun, fun stuff to learn. Uh, hard kinesiology is really hard. It's a lot of mechanical with with the body. So, um, but really cool. You'll be able to uh, you understand now when your injuries and what they're trying to fix. Hand Hannah, what do you want to do with that major? Is there anything specific? I would like to go to physical therapy school and try to get my doctorate in physical therapy. All right, let's talk about your off-season a little bit. What's that going to look like through the summertime? What are workouts uh, looking like for you, and how much time are you going to be able to spend on campus and maybe back at home? Um, I'll be at home for the whole summer and probably rarely come up to campus, but we'll be given running workouts for at least three or four days a week, and then we'll also be in a lifting program that's three days a week. And how often do you talk to the coaches in the offseason? Probably once a week just to, like, check in with them. All right. Well, Hannah, I tell you what, we appreciate your time here this morning. We're going to have to get things rolling here, but uh, we appreciate your time. Good luck with your uh, next season coming up with Buena Vista, and we'll be tracking you, okay? Thank you, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. Once again, Hannah Whitford joining us thank this morning you, here on KCIM Sports Rewind. Uh, great, great athlete, great kid, of course, doing some fun things at Buena Vista and wanted that small college atmosphere. Uh, so did Zane Newbaum. He's going to yep. be joining us here in just a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And Zane's uh, second-team all-conference this year having a great career. Um, it's going to be fun catching up with him to get his thoughts. Yeah, they really have changed that campus. Uh, you know, I was up there a couple of years ago. Wow. I mean, it it's a lot different than it was 30 years ago when I was running around there, but uh, uh, you know, it still has that same feel that that small, uh, smaller atmosphere, more more of a personal atmosphere rather than kind of getting lost in a big school. Yeah, aren't they, you aren't you getting closer to 40 years ago over 30 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> round down, Blankman, round down. You got to be used to it. You're usually down on the bottom anyway. So, <laughs> speaking of being on the bottom, how about this one? And here we go. Manic circling around. He slipped underneath. They go to Love. Love's going to be the one to take it. Puts up the shot. It's off. The game is over. And Kansas completes the biggest championship comeback all time. I'm a little surprised.
surprised Jim Nance didn't mention my third place finish in the bracket. <laughs> I don't know how you came from the bottom all the way up there, but congratulations. I literally was all over the standings. You like, were at the beginning. I was near the bottom. At the end, I was I was like, oh man, if Kansas can just carry me, Kansas. That's all I wanted to do. I'm surprised we're not listening to Kansas all day today. Could be. Yeah. Well, I will I will say this with Jason Phillips, who is our winner, of course, uh, finished in the top 99.5 percent of wow. brackets filled out uh, on ESPN's Bracket Challenge. So great job for Coach. Wait a minute. This is a screwed up bracket until the final four. So does that mean he had a screwed up bracket all the way through? I would say he just knew uh, and, and, you know, knew the teams and knew who to pick. I think we need to have an investigation from the Gambling Commission on that. What did I see? North Carolina only like 0.9% of the entries had North Carolina in the championship game. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that's people who filled out thousands of brackets and and just about every combination. Well, I will say Lonnie Miller, actually, who used to help us here quite a bit on the radio, actually had North Carolina in the finals. He called me before for the tournament, and he says North Carolina is the team. Watch out. Uh, they're playing really good basketball. They were playing good ball. They were. And uh, he had to let me know almost every round that, uh, you know, hey, mm-hmm. they, my team's still alive. And I'm like, yeah, I know. They kept knocking out my teams. Yeah. <laughs> Cole Corson did very well through the opening rounds, but then just uh, yep. just kind of lost with all the big upsets happening and just kind of faded towards the end. He did. Absolutely, yeah. He finished up in 12th place. I'll run through uh, the rankings uh, here before we get uh, caught up with uh, his but Jason Phillips, of course, won it. Steve Blackburn, one of our sales hey, hey, guys hey. here. Slow down a little bit. Let's, let's focus on the people that finished up near the top. <laughs> yes, we will. John Ryan was in third place. I'd like to thank the little people along the way that helped me get to where I'm <laughs> Is at Is there a today. third place trophy coming in here? <laughs> I, I, I was just curious who filled out your bracket for you. <laughs> <laughs> it was, again, a 20-second deal right before the, uh, yeah. the deadline, and that's uh, that's my theory. So, Gene Raspus and Terry Cass. Bauer went fourth and fifth. Those two kind of hung around the top the whole place, uh, mm-hmm. the whole event. Uh, Katie Cook finished in sixth, tied with uh, Mr. Honnold over Why here. Why did she get first billing? Because she's Katie Cook. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm good with that. Darren Miller was eighth. Uh, Tyler Beauty uh, ticket. Uh, yes. <laughs> Tyler Tryon was ninth. Uh, Sean Minahan, tenth. Uh, Doug Waniger finished up in eleventh. Doug was really worried after the first round. I kept telling him, you're fine. I knew where I was going to finish. I'm like, you're fine. Doug. Cole Corson, 12. Dave Burks, 13th. The Villanova would have won it. Dave would have won it for a third time. Uh, Matt Wilkin finished 14th. Tyler Shipley, 15th. Caitlin McAllister, 16th. Tom Hawkep, 17th. Randy Snyder, 18th. Uh, Jeremy Smith though, was 19th. Tyler Bruner and Clive Clark tied for 20th. Uh, Nick Brinks, who was uh, you know popping off at the beginning about you know yeah, being up there at the top, finished it. all the way down at 22nd. That's a good spot for him. Randy Beeson, uh, Kurt Bada, and Corey Meyer were 23rd. I had to kind of laugh because Corey texted me here, I think, after the round of eight and says, I finished near the bottom every year. Uh, <laughs> Todd well, Bison, you know, know what? That's yeah. where he should be. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, nobody would have known had you not said something, Corey. Absolutely. Oh, no, I yeah. Yeah, so, I, mean, and, I know. And, of course, I had to throw him under the bus now. But uh, Todd mm-hmm. Bontrager, 26th, and then some guy named Blankman. I, I don't know who he is, but he, he finished uh, in. 27th place, dead last. The sad part about it is he finished in the bottom 10% of all brackets filled out. Wow. <laughs> you would have probably done better if you just picked them by mascots. 
Yeah, probably. You know, the sad <laughs> thing is, is I literally went through and filled it out, and then the morning of, like two hours before the game started, I could go in and adjust. I went in and adjusted a bunch of games. If I would have not adjusted, I'd have been middle of the pack at worst. So what? Yeah. <laughs> what two teams took you out? There had to be two that wiped. I had you Gonzaga out. in the finals, and then yeah. your Hawkeyes. Uh, I had them making the round of four. I warned you about that. Yeah, I know. So my mother-in-law took Iowa and gave me the field. Oh. And so I've asked her where she wants to go for rehab because whatever she's taking. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was before the Big Ten championships. We're not even going to win that. I know I'm surprised we won that game. I said, there's no way. So, yeah, she's she's uh, actually getting – oh, no, she lost again last night. I'm still up on her. Well, enjoy that traveling trophy. It's going to be on your desk for the next 365 it will. days. And we'll have to oh. figure out a day to uh, travel up and give Jason Phillips his. Yep, we need lots of pictures on that. That has to be, like, on, on the sports <laughs> We'll probably one. do a video or something, I'm sure, or Not something. Not only on the yes. sports, but it needs to be on the regular broadcast. It, it needs, like, <laughs> double double bidding here. I mean. Yep, so those trophies are going to be out, and uh, that is the bracket challenge once again this year. And, yeah. Don't get tossed out like Jeff Blankman in the tournament, man. I like this song. Just just run over dirty and dusty from all the traffic that went over the top of him and the bracket challenge. Don't let your carpets wind up like that. Got to talk about Dreamweaver carpets. How about that for a second? I love it. Yeah. You know, you've been kind of segment king lately. Give, give me credit for that one. I didn't. I thought for that one like five seconds before I said it. So, From pets to snow to mud, your carpets take a beating, but not uh, when you got Dreamweaver. Of course, they are terrific, pure. Color technology means it's it's colored all the way through. It doesn't mean that it'll it'll won't bleach out. Spot cleaning's not a problem. It's quality carpet that you're definitely going to want, and that is available right now. That Carroll Lumber with locations in Wall Lake, Lakeview, Odebolt, and Carroll. Shout out to them all around the area, of course, and uh, talk to them. Dream Weaver Carpet is what you want to look for when you want to spruce up the house. Maybe graduations coming up or anything else this summertime. We're going to talk with Zane Newbaum. That's next on Rewind. As athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. We're back here on KCIM Sports Rewind, brought to you again by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Got a very special guest joining us here today, of course, Zane Newbaum, the star up at Buena Vista. Uh, of course, a former South Central Calhoun All-Star as well. Zane, good to catch up with you today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely, Zane. You guys coming off an outstanding year this last year, uh, fifteen and twelve overall, eleven and five in the America's Rivers uh, Conference. You guys took second for a second year in a row. Um, what was the what's kind of what's the transition as you're in your finishing up your sophomore year? What's the transition been like for you uh, from high school to college basketball? Um, I think one part of it is the physicality of the game and kind of how it's played with bigger guys and everyone's. You know, everyone's just naturally bigger, and the pace of play is something that you have to adjust to as well. Just because we play at a fast place, fast pace, and it's much faster, obviously, than high school with a shot clock and everything like that. You and I were talking uh, earlier. You like this fast pace, though. It fits your game pretty well. Yeah, I think it it helps me and a lot of other players kind of play freely and 
you know, you're not playing, thinking about too many things. You just got to go out and make basketball plays. And, and I think that really helps kind of simple, simplify the game down and, you know, let you just be your best. Is that the biggest difference, do you think, between your freshman year and your sophomore year here at BV, or what do you feel like has been the biggest adjustments for you? Um, it definitely helps having a year under your belt because, you know, and you can come into the season and kind of know what to, what to expect. But uh, I think just adjusting to the game, you know, physically as well, that was one thing that I think I did pretty well from freshman to sophomore, what helped me the most, I should say. Because, you know, I'm usually going guys that are a little bit bigger than me. and it, it helps to be able to, you know, not just get moved around on there. So, What advice do you have for, for high school-age kids, not even if they want to play in college, but just to maybe help be successful at the high school level? Strength and being agile, probably two things. How important are those for athletes to get into the weight room, get strong, but at the same time keep that flexibility and agility? Yeah. Strength is, is huge, and especially in college. Uh, for basketball-specific, strength can it helps on offense, but it also helps on defense. You can you can kind of move people, you know, not not illegally, but you can kind of adjust people and redirect them on their path. And it can be can be very tolling throughout a game when you know somebody's that much stronger than you and constantly pushing you around the whole time. And keeping flexibility really helps with preventing injuries and stuff too. So to be able to get stronger while staying, you know, limber and mobile, uh, that it's it's a game changer. Zane, you mentioned the physicality of the game. For me, it seems like, and I tried to play physical back when I was your age, which was a long time ago, but it seems like the game gets a little more physical every year. Do you like that, or would you rather see the game move to a little bit more of a flow, cut-and-move type of a style? Um, I don't know if I necessarily have a preference. I just, you know, I like it to be consistent, but it helps to, you know, if it's going to keep getting more physical, it really helps to be to keep getting stronger. And usually, especially like how this last year was played, it, the stronger team usually has a big advantage because, you know, it helps rebounding. You can push people off their path in defense and you're able to kind of push through drives and stuff as well, especially in the post. It's huge to get mismatches. And, you know, those are free buckets down there if you can, if you've got a, a strength mismatch for your guy. Mentioned 15 and 12 this year, 11 and 5 in the American Rivers Conference. What was the conference push for you guys? What stood out for you about the overall season as well? Um, you know, we started off a little slow, but I think by the second half of the season, we kind of got things rolling. You know, we, we at times played really good defense, and at times we had shot really well and played really well on offense. And by the second half of the season, I feel like we kind of were able to put it together and you know, that's what that's what really wants the end of the college is you have to be able to play offense and defense for the full 40 minutes. You can't just do it in stretches or whenever you feel like it. Did something change or was it that you guys just got used to playing together and what was expected that everything started to come together the second half? Um, I think that, you know, there might have been a mentality switch. You know, we were, we were tired because we knew we were a good team. And we were tired of losing close games that we should have won because we weren't able to play complete games. And so that gets really frustrating. But I feel like uh, mentality kind of switched. And, you know, we wanted to be the aggressors in the second half of the season. We wanted to go out and win games 
and we wanted to we wanted to win them. We didn't want to play not to lose them. If that makes sense. Absolutely, Zane. You had some big games over your career. Um, what game stood out for you this year? Is a game that maybe at the end of the game, uh, win or lose, where you felt like you really contributed and played the way your coaches wanted you to and the way you wanted to. I think in our semifinal game against Co was probably where I felt like I was able to help out the most. Uh, I thought I I knew my defensive assignments really well. You know, I thought I ran our game plan really well, and our coaches kept putting me in a good spot to score on offense, so I was able to have a pretty good game, and I was able to uh, take advantage of mismatches, and again, I got fast mismatches, and I was able to I was able to convert on those and get easy buckets. Where have you grown as a defender? Um, I think, um, you know, film and game plans for the defensive side are something that you know, we didn't you know, necessarily do as much in high school. And when we scout every game now, every team. And so to be able to execute those, you know, to be a step ahead in the game and know what to look for and certain plays and sets to recognize, that, that really helps because it's tough to score when the other team knows what you're going to do. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I was impressed with you guys defensively up there that night. I got a chance to watch you against Simpson. Uh, Zane, offensively, when you were in high school, you could take the ball to the rim. You could dunk on guys if you needed to. You also had that great outside shot. How have you developed, and how has your game changed on the offensive side of the ball at BV? Uh, I think I've gotten, I think I've gotten better at playing off ball as well, which you know I didn't have to do as much in high school, but. It's necessary in college because everyone's just as good as you are in here. And so to be able to work off ball and cut and move off screens and, you know, make the right reads with screens, uh, that, that helps a lot to be able to get yourself open. And any little thing to help like that is big. You mentioned you guys beat Coe in the in the semifinals. You advanced into the championship game of the conference tournament uh, against a debut uh, a team that had gotten you the year before. What was the matchup like this year? And I know you guys fell just a little bit short. Um, you know, it's kind of almost turning into a rivalry because you know we want, we both want to beat each other so bad, and we were able to split it in the regular season. So this was. We really wanted to be able to take the championship on the home court. But, I mean, at, at that point, there wasn't much scouting to do because we played each other and we know each other so well. It was it just came down to uh, who was shooting better and who was able to get more stuff. And it was, it was them again this year. So, Besides BV, which is your home court, what, where are the places you really enjoy playing or have played here in your first two years at BV? Uh, we got to go to a, a tournament over a, the Christmas break, and we went to Virginia and played at Roanoke. And that was by far the best gym that I've ever played in. Had a glass wall and view over into the, into the sunset. And it was, uh, you know, pull, or like grounded hoops, and the stadium could hold a, a lot more than BV could. And <laughs> it was, yeah, that was a really cool place to play at. Zane, you're going to be one of the leaders coming back next year. How does your role change? Do you become more of a leader? And, and what's the outlook for this team and this program next season? Um, you know, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't know if I'll necessarily become much more of a vocal leader, just because I don't know if that's really who I am. But I'm going to do my best to be able to lead by example, and you know, showing that we don't take days off in here, and we work hard every single time. 
But I think uh, next year, you know, we return three starters and a couple guys that got meaningful minutes off the bench. And I think we have a pretty good recruiting class from what it sounds like. So I, I don't think we should be falling off at all. One of those recruits is a kid you played high school with in Josh Dietrich. How much do you guys talk? And, and on your own opinion, if you can say it, how do you think his game transitions to BV? I think he'll fit pretty well. You know, I think he'll he'll want to get up and down, kind of like how we do. Having a, being able to come in with a you know at six six or six seven, however tall he is, to, we shoot a lot in transition. And part of the reason we do that is because there's no defense down there to rebound. So for him to be able to continue running the floor and then have easy easy chance like that to get points, I think that'll I think he'll really like that. What's the goals for you over the next two years? I would I mean personally I would like to I would like to be first team all conference. I would love to get player of the year. Um, I don't wanna you know, I don't wanna make anything too unrealistic, but I would like to go. I would like to be player of the year at some point. That's my ultimate goal, I think. Second team all-conference this year. What do you got to do to get that next step up, do you think? I think I need to be more consistent throughout the full year. And, you know, I, I need to be someone the team can rely on and doesn't miss days even when they don't feel like, you know, coming in coming into play. Zane, I know you're you're not just there to play basketball. That might be part of, of what you do, but you're also a student as well, uh, down to the final month of, of your sophomore year in classes. How are classes going? Um, what's the major looking like? Are things progressing the way you want them to on that end of things? Yeah, uh, things are looking pretty good for me. I actually believe I'm going to add another major, so I'll be double majoring in uh, rehab health science and kinesiology and exercise science. And I think things are looking pretty well. I've got a, or an internship at our Lake City Hospital in the PT department. And I'm getting really excited because I'm kind of working out of those gen eds and I'm getting to do the classes that I'm really interested in. And I think, I think these next couple of years would be pretty fun. What's the main thing or the, what's the thing that you're looking forward to the most with your major and getting to learn and to be able to do? I like to learn, you know, I like to learn how the body works, and I like to learn how it works for myself as well. And, you know, things I can do to make myself a better athlete, things I can do to prevent injuries and, you know, just feel better on a day-to-day basis that, you know, not everyone knows. But small things like mobility work can, you know, that can make you more flexible, you know, and get injured as often, and it can make you more explosive as an athlete too. Well, Zane, I tell you what, it was a great a great amount of fun to get to cover you in high school. You were such a special player and just a great young man as well. But uh, fun watching your career continue to grow uh, and stuff off of BV. We wish you the best of luck uh, on the court and off the court in the classroom. So appreciate you so much for joining us here today and, and looking forward to maybe catching up with you sometime this summer. Sounds good. And thank you. Thank you very much for everything you do for everyone in the area too. You bet. Zane Newbaum again, uh, former South Central Calhoun standout, now starring up at BV. We'll be back with more of a KCIM Sports Rewind brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services coming up next here on KCIM. 
Well, once again, I don't think you mentioned uh, anything about finishing last in the bracket challenge. <laughs> the ah, yeah, so. what's up for that? I think we need to call Zane and let him know that uh, that's what happened. Yeah, you know. I think we, we need to inform everybody. You know what? Happened. <laughs> <laughs> I get alerts on my phone. I think that's a news alert-worthy thing, isn't it? I, we may find a push notification on that one, the bracket mm-hmm. challenge standings. I, I have not posted the, the, the standings <laughs> yet. I've been in last place since the round of 32, so it hasn't yeah. changed any, so, you know. <laughs> well, we're getting busy with spring sports, so, uh, you know, you are out there covering some things, and the new sports website, definitely the way to go to find all the information you need. Yeah, the the things that are really cool to me about it, again, and you can find it at sports.1380kcim.com, is this that, um, you know, you can go to, like, the sports drop-down menu, and what that is, is each and every sport, whether it be girls golf, boys golf, girls track, boys track, we've got it broken down by gender, so if you want to just find out what's going on in girls track, you can go to a page that's got everything girls track. Same thing with the schools. We have 10 different pages for the 10 different schools that we cover, so you can click on the schools one and choose the school, and anything we do that has anything to do with that school, so it can be any of the sports, goes there. Um, if we interview a college kid, you know, and stuff, uh, you know, like I caught up with Kenya Prescott from Kemper the other day, that one on the college corner and on the volleyball and on the Kemper page, so there's lots of different ways to find it, but everything you've kind of gotten used to, our Brings Exterior Sports Report, the live video interviews, or the live the, the live video broadcast, the video interviews, all of that stuff available on there. The sports schedules are available on there. A lot cleaner. Um, yep. It's really easy to find stuff. Even I can find stuff on there on yeah. my phone while yep. I'm driving. Yep. Oh, wait, so, no, while I'm, while I'm riding. And I know we're going to have a new mobile app for it uh, that's still kind of in the process of de- being developed. Um, so hopefully we'll have that out soon, which make it easier when you're driving down the road. I, I'm, no, I'm riding. I'm riding. I'm riding. <laughs> like you said, over 40 teams to keep track of this spring. So that yeah. is the easiest way to go. Sports.1380kcim.com. If you're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, or Twitter. Twitter or uh, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, yep. It is just uh, Carol Broadcasting Sports Network, right? Yes, absolutely. Right. Check it all out there and check a podcast of this program, Rewind, available on all that stuff coming up here in a few more minutes.